0: Hey, everyone. It's time for another news roundup. We've got a lot to cover today, so let's get into it. I'm going to start by quickly running through all the casting news. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2, still a terrible title, has added Holt McCallany, Nick Offerman, and Janet McTeer. This is pretty cool. I like Nick Offerman. Looking forward to this. Ironheart has added Shea Kule, I think, and Zoe Tereks. Not familiar with either of them, but excited to see more motion on this show. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes has added Viola Davis. This is awesome. Uh, adding her to anything is always good. She's a phenomenal actress, obviously. Francis Ford Coppola's Megapolis, I think it's called, has added Aubrey Plaza, Talia Shire, Jason Schwartzman, Sheila Booth, uh, Grace VanderWaal, Catherine Hunter, James Remar. This is pretty cool. I am so curious to see what this movie is. So much talent in this cast. The synopsis is so broad that I have no clue what the story is actually about. So I'm very excited. Aquaman 2 has added Ben Affleck returning as Batman in a small role, most likely a cameo. Um, This is awesome. I love Batfleck. I loved him in that role. I wanted to see a lot more of him than we got. And even though this is a small cameo, I'll take whatever they'll give us. Um, Wonder Man has added Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery. This is really cool. I wasn't the biggest fan of him in Iron Man 3, but I loved him in Shang-Chi. I thought he was hilarious in Shang-Chi. His whole monologue about Planet of the Apes and thinking that the apes were real actors and then all of that was just absolutely hilarious. It makes sense for him to appear in this show, being a failed actor. I'm actually so surprised to be saying this. I never thought I would say this, but I can't wait to see more Trevor Slattery. The Godzilla vs. Kong sequel has added Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, and Kaylee Hoddle. Uh, This is cool. Hopefully the movie actually gives them something interesting to do for once. The human storylines of these recent MonsterVerse movies have all been pretty bad. Hopefully they can improve upon that. I think it's Owen Teague will start in Disney's next Planet of the Apes movie, directed by Wes Ball. This is cool. I like Owen Teague. Super curious to see what they do with this. They have a tough act to follow with the recent Apes trilogy being so great, but I'm excited. Next up. Craig Gillespie's next movie about the Reddit GameStop stock fiasco, Dumb Money, has cast Paul Dano, Seth Rogen, Sebastian Stan, and Pete Davidson. This is awesome. I'm a big fan of Craig Gillespie, and I'm a fan of all these people. I'm very excited to see this movie, and this cast is great so far. Looking forward to it. Brendan Gleeson is joining Joker 2. This is awesome. I'm a big fan of Gleeson. He's a great actor. I'm so excited to see him in Banshees of Inishiran later this year. And we'll talk about that in a bit. But this is good news. Bobby Moynihan is joining the cast of John Krasinski's If, which I think we talked about a little while ago when it was announced. It includes Ryan Reynolds, Krasinski himself, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Kaylee Fleming, uh, Fiona Shaw, Alan Kim, Steve Carell. This sounds great. The cast is fantastic. I'm a fan of Krasinski as a director. I'm very excited to see what he does with this. I think they've started shooting, which is very exciting. Moving on from the casting news, let's talk about all the new projects that were announced. And this is the bulk of it. Taryn Edgerton will lead the action thriller Carry On for Netflix, directed by Hame Colette Serra. The project follows Ethan Kopeck, a young TSA agent who gets blackmailed by a mysterious traveler to let a dangerous package slip through security and onto a Christmas Day flight. This sounds very interesting. I'm a fan of Taron Edgerton. he's a great actor. The only thing that makes me a little hesitant is that Jaime Colet Serra is directing. Jungle Cruise was okay and we'll see about Black Adam, but I just don't have much confidence in him as a director yet. Hopefully he proves me wrong. A Creed spinoff film called Drago is in the works with Robert Lawton set to write the script. This could be interesting. I'm a fan of the Rocky Creed franchise and obviously Drago is an iconic character. I liked his son in Creed II, although I wouldn't say he was very memorable. I'm very curious to see what this is. Leonardo DiCaprio will star in an adaptation of the novel The Wager, a tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder, directed by Scorsese. Set in the 1740s, the story is set in motion when a patched together boat with 30 men lands on the coast of Brazil. The men were the surviving crew of a British ship that was chasing a Spanish vessel and landed onto an island in South America's Patagonia region. Their tales of surviving the season elements made them heroes. This sounds really interesting. Obviously, DiCaprio and Scorsese will automatically get me excited no matter what. But the story also sounds very intriguing on its own. I'm excited to learn more about it. Next up, Michael Shannon, Boyd Holbrook, Damian Heerman, Jody Comer, Austin Butler, and Tom Hardy are set to lead the bike riders, directed by Jeff Nichols. The film is an original story set in the 1960s, Following the rise of a fictional Midwestern motorcycle club, seen through the lives of its members, the club evolves over the course of a decade from a gathering place for local outsiders to a more sinister gang, threatening the original group's unique way of life. This one is also interesting because that basic premise just doesn't really interest me too much. I don't really care much about a Midwestern motorcycle club. That said, Jeff Nichols and this cast are very talented. They get me interested. This movie is stacked. I'm a big fan of a lot of these people, so I will definitely keep an eye on this movie because of them mainly. Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie have begun planning their next projects after Mission Impossible. One is a musical, one is a new original action film with franchise potential, and one is something to do with Les Grossman, who, of course, is the Tropic Thunder character played by Tom Cruise. This is fascinating. Obviously, McQuarrie and Cruise have proven to be a match made in heaven. What they've done with Top Gun Maverick and of course the Mission Impossible franchise has been nothing short of amazing. I'll watch whatever they do next. Another action franchise will probably be great. A musical could be very interesting and a less Grossman project has the potential to be absolutely hilarious. I'm looking forward to seeing everything that comes out of this partnership. Um, next up, there is a live action Pac-Man movie in the works. We have no other details yet. This is interesting i guess a pac-man movie really live action i'm interested solely because this sounds absurd it reminds me of that live action minecraft movie what is it even going to look like i'm so curious just to see visually how they're going to do it um we'll just have to wait and see alec baldwin and olga kurilenko will lead the jesse v johnson directed spy action thriller chief of station in which a former cia agent chief after learning that the death of his wife was not an accident is forced back into the espionage underworld, teaming up with adversaries and a rogue agent to unravel a conspiracy that challenges everything he thought he knew. This is a pretty interesting premise. I'm not familiar with Jesse B. Johnson's other work, so I can't speak to that. What I can speak to is Alec Baldwin and Olga Kurilenko. They're both fine, but neither of them are actors who get me excited to see them. I really don't have much interest in this project until we either get the trailer, or more casting news or some more information because don't care about this quite yet. David Leitch will direct Universal's adaptation of The Fall Guy, which will star Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. Okay, this is pretty cool. I'm a fan of David Leitch, although I still have yet to see Bullet Train. I will soon. He's a great director, great action director, obviously. Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling are great actors, so I'm looking forward to this. And the original video game just has a really interesting concept. I'm excited to see what they do with it. A Big Thunder Mountain movie is in the works at Disney with Bird and Birdie set to direct. Okay, so I wouldn't normally have any interest in this, but the fact that Bird and Birdie are directing gets me very excited. I think their episodes of Hawkeye were by far the best of that show, and it was really obvious how good they were behind the camera. They were clearly just a cut above the other director of that show. I think the way they shot action specifically was really well done. Um, I'm really excited for this movie solely because they're directing it and I'm excited to see what they do with it. Next up, Robert De Niro will start in The Wise Guys, which will be directed by Barry Levinson. It is based on the book that Goodfellas was based on. The story is centered on Vito Genovese and Frank Costello, two Italian-American crime bosses that ran their respective families in the middle of the 20th century. In 1957, one of them attempted to assassinate the other, but failed, although he was wounded and decided to retire. As much as one can retire from the mafia, uh, De Niro will be playing both characters. That's all we know. This sounds pretty awesome. Obviously a return to form for De Niro, which is never a bad thing. Barry Levinson is a great director. The fact that De Niro is playing both characters sounds pretty awesome. I'm super curious how they're gonna play that tonally. I'm excited. This has a ton of potential, and I'm looking forward to it. Ryan Reynolds' Clue movie is moving forward with Oren Uziel set to write the script. This is pretty cool. I like the first Clue movie, but it's definitely one of those movies that hasn't aged well. It's one of those rare movies that I think is ripe for a remake. It has a ton of potential, and I'm excited to see how it turns out. Disney is developing a King Kong series for Disney+, Plus, which will track the original story of the famous ape. I'm not sure what that means. What is the original story of the famous ape? But it could be interesting. I'm curious to see what this is and how it's going to differentiate itself from the MonsterVerse. Simu Liu will play the antagonist in Netflix's Atlas, starring Jennifer Lopez, Sterling K. Brown, and Abraham Popula, I think. The movie will be directed by Brad Payton. The film follows Atlas, a woman fighting for humanity in a future where an AI soldier has determined the only way to end war is to end humanity. To outthink this rogue AI, Atlas must work with the one thing she fears most, another AI. So this actually sounds pretty awesome. Granted, Brad Payton doesn't have the best track record, but I'm still interested. I love the premise. I love Simu Liu doing something new, playing a villain. The cast is great. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Simu Liu is a really unexpected pairing. I'm curious to see how it turns out. This sounds very interesting to me. I'm looking forward to it now. Miles Teller will star in Scott Derrickson's next film, The Gorge. We don't have any other details yet, but we have enough details to make me excited because Scott Derrickson is a great director and Miles Teller is a great actor. I'm a fan of them both. I'm very excited to see what they make. Next up, Tessa Thompson and Joseph Gordon-Levitt will star in the sci-fi thriller, Ash, directed by Flying Lotus. Thompson plays a space station worker who wakes up on a distant planet to find her colleagues viciously killed and then forced to work together with the man sent to rescue her. But as their investigation into what happened sets in motion a terrifying chain of events, the rescuer begins to wonder how innocent she really is. This also sounds really fascinating. I like this premise. I'm a huge fan of Tessa Thompson, big fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt as well. I'm not familiar with any of Flying Lotus's previous work, but I'm excited to see what he can do and uh, looking forward to this. Next up, Barbie Ferreira is joining the cast of Amazon's House of Spoils, a psychological thriller starring Ariana DeBose. The movie follows an ambitious chef who opens her first restaurant, a farm to table joint on a remote escape where she battles chaos in the kitchen, a dubious investor, crushing self-doubt, and the powerful spirit of the estate's previous owner, who is constantly threatening to sabotage her. Ferreira is playing a sous chef who works with DeBose's character. This is one that also really stands out. It sounds really intriguing. I'm a big fan of Ariana DeBose. She was phenomenal in West Side Story. And then Barbie Ferreira is a great actor, too. I'm excited to see this. I love psychological thrillers. Sounds really cool. Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Soshi Gomez have signed on to star in Ursa Major, a new sci-fi thriller from directors Jonathan and Josh Baker. They will play Charlie and Natalie, a mother and daughter fighting for survival on an Earth-like planet, hiding from relentless hunters with the added threat of an imminent storm approaching. Um, Natalie, now a teenager, will question her mother's decisions, the explanation of who they are, how they got there, and what they need to do to survive. This also sounds pretty cool. It's got a good premise. I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead as an actor. I need to see Soshi Gomez and more. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of her in Multiverse of Madness, but she also wasn't given enough to do. So I think she deserves a more meaty role to show off what she can do, and hopefully this is that. I'm not familiar with the Baker brothers as directors, but I'm curious to see how this turns out. Okay, so those are all the new projects. There's a ton of them. Let's now move on to other news before we close out with trailers. Matt Shackman will no longer be directing Star Trek IV for Paramount. Instead, he is reportedly in negotiations to direct Marvel's Fantastic Four movie. And this is awesome. What Matt Shackman did with WandaVision was fantastic. I would urge anybody doubting him to go watch episode eight of that show and just pay special attention to the directorial choices. It's absolutely outstanding. He has extensive experience with the Marvel Universe, he's a great director. He is just really talented. I couldn't be more happy with this choice for Fantastic Four. And I'm very, very excited to see what he does with it. Assuming this is actually true, but I'm pretty sure it is. We'll probably get this confirmation at D23. And I'm very excited to see Matt Shackman's take on Fantastic Four. Okay, so that is all the other news. Let's now get into the trailers. We got our second trailer for Andor. You already know my thoughts on the show. This trailer only reaffirmed them. It looks absolutely phenomenal. Every single thing I see or hear about the show gets me more excited. It has the potential to be something truly special. I trust in Tony Gilroy. This is why we need more creators in Star Wars. As much as I love Favreau and Filoni, there would be no and or if it was only them. We need our Favros, our Filonis, but we also need our Tony Gilroys and our Leslie Headlands and John Watts and everybody else who's working on a Star Wars show. We need a variety of lots of different types of creatives. So we get lots of different types of stories and I'm glad that they seem to be doing that. We also got the trailer for the Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, This looks amazing. I love this trailer. The premise is just so weird and interesting. It genuinely makes you wonder why did this guy just decide suddenly to hate his best friend? It doesn't make sense, but it's also really interesting. And maybe he did just decide, no, oh, I don't like you anymore. It's just really, really intriguing. There was a little bit of a hint of something darker going on. That's really fascinating. Visually, it looks really good. I love the location. I love the cast. Brendan Gleason again, Colin Farrell. I think uh, the guy who played Druid and played Joker in the Batman, I'm forgetting his name right now, uh, Barry Keegan or something is in it as well i'm really looking forward to this movie i think it has the potential to be a major oscar contender looking forward to it next up we got the trailer for empire of light speaking of major oscar contenders this also looks great i'm a huge fan of sam mendez olivia coleman will no doubt be fantastic i already sensed the academy award nomination for her colin firth toby jones i'm a sucker for movies about movies this looks beautiful that roger deacon cinematography looks stunning I cannot wait for this movie. Last but not least is another big Oscars contender, Todd Fields' return to filmmaking, I think after 16 years, something like that, Tar. This was another really interesting trailer. I have no idea what's going on plot-wise. It doesn't really give us anything except for just some really interesting, intriguing visuals, but it looks great. The imagery looks interesting. Kate Blanchett is one of my favorite actors. She's definitely going for that Oscar. It just had its premiere, I think, at the Venice Film Festival, and the buzz around this movie is insane right now. Um, I cannot wait. I think it's going to be great. I'm so excited. It was a great trailer, Um, and that's all the news for now. What do you think of all this? There's a lot here. Let me know in the comments, the voicemail, the forum, or the email, and all those links are in the description. I will be back probably next week or in the next few weeks. Uh, My next news roundup will be the D23 special. I'm very excited to see what new announcements we get out of that event, but uh, that's pretty much it. So thank you so much for listening and have a good day.